you know, realizing my psyche was looping on itself and then realizing about how the universe is fractal, then I was like, all right, well, if I implement certain things here in my life, that's going to have an effect that I want it to have. And if you just ignore that in your life, then that's how people become overweight and that's how people get themselves in positions they don't want to be in because they don't realize that their actions and the thoughts they have actually has a direct effect in their future. They don't realize that their actions and the thoughts they have actually has a direct effect in their future. Five Aiders, how are we? Back again with another episode. Before we get there, I just want to shout out our sponsor that keeps the lights on in the building. And now a word from our sponsor. Are you trying to get out of the country? Sometimes you need to get out. Sometimes you just need to leave. But you need a bit of cash, bruh. You need a bit of cash, bruh. Either to spend on your flight or to spend when you get to your location. But you don't have the money for it? Go to loanoptions.ai. See what you can get. Just put your details in, how much you want, and they'll give you a list of all the lenders and what you can get for that amount. Now, they don't just hand you over to the lenders, they'll help you through the entire process. As I say, invest in yourself. Always invest in yourself. Some uh, some are superficial and they'll, you know, they'll get boob jobs and, you know, they'll get veneers. Vene- How's those veneers these days, eh? Those guys look like clowns, bro. They file your teeth down to, like, crackhead level. And then they glue these things in to make your teeth all, like, shiny. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. But yeah, I say invest in yourself. Find what your passion is. So after this episode, this episode assists you in finding that passion. It gives you the tools and the formulas and points you in the right directions where you can find your passion and use your thought to better yourself and put you in a position that you desire in the future. That's what this episode's about. So it goes perfectly, perfectly with our sponsor. Invest in yourself. If you're going to get a loan, invest in yourself. And they'll assist you to obtain that. Loanoptions.ai slash 58FIVE, the number 8, as you know, because you're in this podcast right now. Can't wait till you guys listen to this. As I said, if you're at that level um, and you get to the end, your mind will be blown and you'll have direction and things to look into and look up for yourself. And that's the whole goal, to elevate yourself. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Listening to episode 83 of the 58 Take, Australia's podcast. Eat liver, be good, and tan your balls. Did you purchase some land? Or are you looking to purchase some land? What's the deal with that? Um, 
yeah, so I'm sort of purchasing land slash like partnering with someone to, um, yeah, basically set up like an off-grid compound farm sort of thing. And what, what got you into that? Well, like what, what drove you to start thinking about doing that and just completely, so you want to be self-sufficient, I'm guessing? You know, regardless of the way the world's going, I want to have like a big agriculture business or like grass-fed, mm. you know, sustainable permaculture farm. Um, and just like, I mean, I used to want to have, you know, fast cars, all that sort of like materialistic shit. But like, mm. at the end of the day, I mean, I've seen a lot of successful people and they all own like online businesses or they own all this stuff. But like, at the end of the day, they don't actually like own anything, you know, like mm. after seeing people that have like massive land properties and like big real inflation proof businesses, I think like that is where it's at. Like you know, people own all this random stuff, but at the end of the day, like it's nothing compared to like owning a water source and like owning mm. land, you know? hundred percent, man. And I was, I was on that path. It's, it's funny you say that. Like I was that guy that uh, as a kid, I think it's cause I come, it's weird. I've done a full circle similar. That's why I found it quite interesting when I saw your story and what you were looking to do. Cause I come from a farm like in rural Brazil, right? In the middle of mm. bum fuck nowhere. Like it's, it's a little out, it's still Rio region. So I'm from Rio. Um, and then when I came to like Australia and came to the first world, um, I just wanted that suit life like that, yeah. that, that like get me in, in an office building where you're overlooking the Harbor, give me a suit and tie. And that's, that's, it's literally all I wanted. It's weird. It's weird that, so it's, I found it interesting that you said that. So you wanted to go that path originally as yeah, well. I was the same. Like I always had business mind, like you just always do like business uh, subjects, always wanted to just like, my goal was just like make heaps of money and be like a business guy. Mm. And people used to ask like my parents and all these you know, other people be like, Oh, what do you want to do when you're older? And I was like, Oh, I just want to be a dude in a suit like that. Like that was actually what I used to say. Like, I'll be like, oh, I just want to be a dude in a suit that like made heaps of money. Right. And that was literally <laughs> like what my goal was. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do um, specifically in that suit or in that office building, but I just knew I wanted to like be a guy in a suit that made heaps of money. Like, that was literally what my visions were per, like pre, you know, realizing what's going on and like finding myself. Yeah. I was, I was the same, man. It's, it's weird that we were conditioned so well to just be in that, I don't know that, that rat race life and thinking it, it's weird. It's weird. And I, I don't, I, I don't know when it really switched for me. Do you know when it switched for you? Yeah. When I started, um, so when I was like leaving high school, um, I went through like a sort of self-discovery, like awakening phase. And that was spawned out of like a pretty dark period of my life. Um, and I watched Zeitgeist. So the start of my, like, I guess, awakening or whatever, was um, Zeitgeist. I don't know if you've seen that before. Yeah, that's... Have you heard of that? Is it the... Uh, it breaks down like 9-11, uh, religion and uh, like World Banks and it wants to... Yeah. It sort of explains all of that. Is that, the, is that the right one? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. So I watched that. That's back in the day, eh? Yeah, that was like... 
I don't know, like six years ago or something, like when I finished uh, high school. Yeah. And that legit just absolutely broke every single thing that I thought was like real. I think most people like go through their life just living in like the the masses dream of like what everyone thinks and like the mass awareness of just what they think the world is mm. um, through just being t- like, just going through the system, getting told different things, listening to the news, all that sort of stuff. And then that actually like, I fully realized like, holy shit, like we, how could I have lived my whole life not knowing any of this stuff? And like realizing that, you know, all those conspiracies, basically conspiracies, right? Like realizing mm. that I like, it just blew up my whole like reality and like my perception of everything that I thought was like real. Mm. And then from that point on, I was like, dude, I need to find out like as much as I can. Cause everything up until my life at that point was what, just some random stuff that I just thought about, like thought the world was like. Mm. So I, I, I just literally spent like the next like four or three months diving into like every single, I guess you could say conspiracy theory information that I could. So I watched, I've watched like, that, so that was a pretty intense period of my life because like I just went straight, just straight down the rabbit hole into every single thing I could think of within like three three months. And it left me in a pretty like shaken up position of like, you know, sort of like, I don't know, just like what the hell is actually going on in this world and stuff. And then through that, I found spirituality mm. and um, I got very deep, like deep into like spirituality. And I was always into philosophy but yeah. then I found like spirituality is like a much deeper, realer um, type of philosophy. And then through there, you know, self-development. And then, yeah, that's basically what pivoted me into like the life I am now and, you know, who I've become. Interesting. So I want to, I want to break that down a little bit. If spirit, that, Cause that's a, that's a big call um, regarding spirituality and philosophy, but on the conspiracy end, what, like when you did a deep dive, what was, one that you were like, all right, this is, this is it. Was there a particular one that you remember that like captivated you that some, for a lot of people it was nine 11 when I was, when I was a kid and nine 11 happened, that, that wasn't it for me. For me, I don't know. I was, I was, um, I was most annoyed that I couldn't see the Simpsons. Yeah, I, I was like, I, I remember it. I remember it happening. And I remember the news took control of the TV and, um, and I was annoyed that the Simpsons wasn't coming on. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was, that was me. Well, was it, was there a particular one that you were like, um, sort of boosted your awakening? Um, or Zeitgeist, I had never considered anything other than the mainstream narrative until I watched Zeitgeist. Right. And yeah. then I realized, and there's accumulation of things. Like there's so many things like years of like, different points and reference points and stuff that I've accumulated, but basically zeitgeist and realizing that I think the other one was thrive as well. So thrive is very similar to zeitgeist, but it links in spirituality teachings. And once I realized that like the world is just like a massive, it's just like, everyone thinks it's like the way it is because it's the way it is. But when you realize that, like if there's people out there that can, do 9-11 and everyone thinks it was done by you know these terrorists or whatever in a cave what else could be happening that we don't know about Mm. so the biggest thing for me was realizing like another thing was when I was younger I always used to think like the world's just progressing in a way as like people progress but then as you sort of realize that it's 
it's not progressing it's being um driven in certain areas and ways due to like agendas and me just realizing that like there's people out there for genders that have the most wealth in the world the biggest think tanks in the world that it would be really silly to think that these super hyper rich elites who have the most control and the most reason and the most resources to manipulate the world aren't going to be doing that because Mm. everyone in the world's doing their own thing to get themselves further. Why would the people at the top with the most at stake and the most to gain not be doing that? 100%. Yeah. And that's why I just can't understand why people don't realize that like, there's sketchy shit happening. Like, Just a simple understanding of economics would show that, you know, you have a company, that company does a certain amount of production, that certain amount of production facilitates a certain amount of needs or a certain amount of people in this case. And these patents that is only allow for a certain amount of companies to produce a certain amount of quantity for a certain amount of humans that in itself shows that you'd need to control the growth rate at the bottom end for the top end to facilitate otherwise the top end needs to spread out let go of all these patents and spread out to multiple companies so they can develop the same things you know they can mass produce at the same rate and give to larger amount of people so for people to think that those organizations and who's at the top wouldn't want to hold that type of control and wouldn't plan at the highest level is um it's a bit naive uh for people to think that they wouldn't yeah and um you know it's also like if you think about the way most people think like the masses or whatever, mm. they're not thinking years ahead. They're, like most people don't plan their life. They sort of just get put into like the system and just get like, just get thrown into like whatever, like they go to school, university, think what the news says, do what they should be doing. And, you know, but mm. when I started realizing, you know, like the elites and all this, like another thing was like all the ancient knowledge of like what past civilizations, like Egypt, you know, all the, crazy knowledge that past civilizations used to have that we don't have anymore or that was yeah. like lost or hidden or whatever and realizing that they want everyone to just have no idea and be confused about what's really going on in the world because then they're easily manipulated to do what they need to do right like yeah. and then that's what got me into sort of esoteric occult stuff so realizing that like these really successful hyper rich elites who, you know, from bloodlines or whatever, super successful families from like decades ago, they have all this super high level knowledge on like how to structure their thoughts, how to plan, how to, you know, think about stuff like spiritual practices. Um, and just like, oh, they have like a way more in-depth understanding of the world than any single person in the masses. And that's what allows them to be able to like implement plans and, um, you know, sort of conceptualize the world a lot more in depth than most people. And so that's what really, like, I wanted to like learn that sort of knowledge, you know, like how can I use knowledge to improve my life? Um, and that's what like the people at the top, I think do Mm. at like the biggest, at the highest level. Right. But most people don't really do that because they're too sort of 
addicted to video games, addicted to TikTok. They're just in the system and they don't even know that they can really like improve themselves. What did you find going down the uh, occultist route? Because I, I know the law of attraction comes from an occultist. It comes from Helena um, Blavatsky. Uh, I think in 1877 was, uh, she's a Russian and she's an occultist and she coined uh, the law of attraction and the whole understanding of action and reaction to an extent uh, that she put into the law of attraction. What, what? Yeah, well. Yeah, go on. So, so it first started like when I realized, like so philosophy and like studying the mind and stuff. So there's a whole ton of different reference points that I came at it from but the biggest thing was realizing like I don't know how deep we want to go but realizing that there's like full-on satanic evil people at the top like without a doubt right Mm. um realizing that and then realizing well hey if these guys believe in some sort of satanic evil energy um and they're fully doing rituals and stuff like stuff that most people would think is like crazy and not real but these people are actually doing that and they're obviously doing that for a reason, mm. right? So they obviously know that there's some other sort of frame point or, or perspective out there that most people can't tap into. So realizing that, then I got into like the ancient sort of cultures where they are all about consciousness, um, like awareness. So I just got super obsessed with like consciousness and awareness and like the psyche of the human mind. Mm. And, you know, psychedelics helped with that a little bit, but um, <laughs> always does, always does. <laughs> so then, you know, looking into like Buddhist philosophies about like how they just like, it's all about like, a, it's basically like a science of the mind of like exploring your consciousness from like internally, um, learning about like sacred geometry. I think learning sacred geometry, and there's a video you can watch on YouTube called Uh, sacred geometry part one and two Mm -hmm. which basically made everything make sense to me like i think that is what like the big bang is because um you know the biggest question i had and most people have no idea and this is all like i think everything is inherently like spiritual like no one knows how physical matter is like manifested here or how there is even like a space-time fabric for us to even be like communicating, let alone have a laptop and a desk, right? Mm, yeah. Because it's all like basically like void and then there's just like material stuff here in time. So understanding sacred geometry leads to like how the universal is like a frac, like fractals as above, so below, you know, you have like the Fibonacci sequence, the golden ratio, like all these sort of mathematical patterns exist in like everything in the universe basically like Mm. tree branches your hand actually has the i think it's the golden ratio of fibonacci in it like your first finger to your second knuckle to your third knuckle to your hand that's like a divine um you know pattern Mm. so all of that stuff like there's so many things that sort of accumulated into it um the other thing was like just all the crazy like ancient knowledge from other cultures that they really like their whole cultures were built on this sort of understanding of the universe which no one even contemplates today like every ancient society was built on that understanding of like the spiritual universe when now if people talk about it they think you're crazy right 
but literally every single culture was built on that back in the day. Every massive super civilization. When you when you say when you so when you went over philosophy and you sort of went down more the spirituality route because I I love the stoic philosophy so I've I like push that a lot um meditations from Marcus Aurelius was was a book I think that that was a book that really changed my thought patterns of the world and and how I saw everything um have you have you been religious at all first of all I went to like a religious school um so we had like chapel and all this sort of stuff I didn't really take it all on board and like most kids you know you think oh it's all just like woo woo random stuff um, and I was like probably atheist. Yeah. I was like atheist before I found spirituality. Um, but I think most people turn atheist because they just get pushed into like a religion and they tell you to think this and think that or, yeah. and, and stuff like that. But you know, when you look at most religions across the world, they all sort of come to the same understandings. Mm. Um, and I think that the reason why religions were created is so that like the common man can like walk into a church and feel like the divine, even though they personally haven't actually cultivated a connection with it, that they can go to this place where people spend years, um, you know, creating these chapels and these deep sort of metaphors or understandings through like Psalms and passages, Mm. and they can help them understand deeper levels of like life. Whereas it's like a way of like transmission, like, getting that message across to someone without them actually coming to those understandings themselves. I'm battling with that at the moment, eh? Because I went to, uh, as a kid, as, you know, Brazil was uh, given by the Spanish to the Portuguese and then it was uh, Catholicism sort of conquered it and Mm. everyone was baptised as a kid and I always sat there and I also went to a uh, Catholic school, so... We had to have uh, confessions on every second Monday and I'd always sit behind there and I'd be like, just in my head, I'd be sitting there and the guy's like, tell me your deepest and darkest secrets. And I'm just like, nah, mate, like, what are you on about? Like, (laughs) it makes, it's never really made sense to me. And then I caught, I looked at spirituality, like, um, it's I find it super interesting. Um, the Big Bang, though, I don't really, I don't really grasp it because it, at the end of the day, I, I look at a source. So if there's a, um, if nothing is something, so if you understand that metric, the it the source is there because there there never is nothing, and the understanding of Big Bang is that you know everything started from nothing, and then this Big Bang occurred. And these days, I don't like I delve into stoicism deep, and now I'm trying to get back and read the Bible as I'm older to actually just get knowledge. Cause I went through all of them, man. Like I went, um, I read the Torah, the Quran, the King James, the Kabbalah. I went into, um, a lot of mystic texts as well. Uh, and yeah. then I looked at Buddhism. I looked at Hinduism, not so much. And then, um, also paganism. So just, uh, understanding, uh, three gods. Um, and, 
I'm now just coming around to trying to understand religion as well. But I was similar like you. Once you get forced something, there's something about me that is doesn't want to... If I can't put my finger on it, I don't really... Like, I, I'll... I can't follow it. You know what I mean? Like I can listen and I can intake. Like I, I never understood the Trinity and I've, I've always asked people about the Trinity, a lot of priests, a lot of um, religious pastors. None of them gave me an answer about the Trinity and I had to come up with myself that I can only, because the word Trinity is not in any Bible. So the Trinity concept of God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit um, the Christian concept is uh, was made up by the Catholic Church, uh, the word, so people can grasp what a trinity is. So no one could tell me what it was, and I had to come to the understanding of uh, the only other thing is really water. So water, steam, ice is uh, an element that on earth I can fathom it being the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So I'm taking that path um, at the minute, but if spirituality, can you break that down? Like what it means to you? Is it like, cause you hear a lot of yoga, <laughs> like yeah. yoga people talking about it and it's, it's a new thing. And I feel like spirituality <laughs> is the, the more, like yeah, it's, it's, it's like the answer to, it's like the universe, you know, uh, action reaction. So the more people moved away from faith and the more people moved away from traditions um, because religion was getting shoved down people's throats and also, you know, elites or whatever wanted, whatever their their agenda was to uh, destroy uh, the basis of religion is my understanding. So the more they moved away from it, I feel the reaction to that was moving atheists into uh spirituality and it's a sort of this concept that has uh formulated in the last decade strongly like it's been around for a long time but it's in the last decade it's really come out strong so what is what does it mean to you like when you delve into it what have you found i think it's um i think it's just how you define sort of existence and reality like that's the biggest thing that i've questioned like what is consciousness what is reality like how is how are we like sentient Mm. um all these sort of things and i guess through like the biggest thing is like the biggest discovery is like everything's like fractal so like um the universe the only way it can exist is um through like self-propelling fractals and so that means you know the other thing is like hermetic principles and like universal natural laws. Yes. So there are universal natural laws, like, you know, the hermetic principles, um, you know, as yeah. above, so below, um, cause and effect. I mean, I don't have them all off the top of my head here, but yeah. there's all these. Just polarity rhythms and, and um, correspondence. Yeah, all that, yeah. Exactly. All of that stuff. Right. And then if you think about how your consciousness works, like I read this book called I'm a strange loop and it talks about how like, whatever you have in your psyche or whatever affects you when you're young or whenever you're just fractaling and looping off those experiences, which create you to become you at this present moment. So, you know, if you, 
for example, like got attacked from a dog when you were younger, like you then are building all your experiences and your consciousness is looping on top of that and you just don't like dogs. So finding out that there is like a pattern to like reality and there are these like natural laws of like cause and effect. I think that if you like align to that, you can get yourself to where you want to be. And there's no reason why you can't. And understanding that like you can control and like sort of program or like manipulate your brain by understanding like the basis of it mm. is going to help you get you to where you want to be. And if you don't realize that stuff and you just um, get massively affected and you become reactionary to all these sort of stimulants, then your brain just goes like crazy and just become, you have anxiety, you get depression, you don't really know how to like work around in the world. And then that's why I think so many people have like mental illness these days, yeah. because for me, the biggest thing that sort of led me into that is because when I was younger, I used to have like crazy anxiety and depression. And I realized that I used to have the same crazy, like anxiety thoughts and they just kept like looping and persisting and persisting. And it was just, every time I'd have the thoughts, they just go into these thought loops of the same negative stuff. And I realized like, I need to control my brain to think about the stuff that's going to get me to where I want to be, not constantly like borrowing into all these like anxious, anxious thoughts and like making me procrastinate and doing all this stuff. So that's when I first like realized it. Mm. Um, and then the other thing that really got me there in that period of time is like learning about perception. So I actually did like a English essay on perception and lucky I did an English essay on perception because before that I had no idea the importance of your perception. Mm. And that really like made me realize like if I can change my perception around something, I can change like who I am basically. Yeah. That's the basis of uh, stoicism is one of the um, yeah pillars. Perception. Yeah. Because if you, if you think of failures as like a negative thing, then it's a negative thing. But if you think about it as a failure as like a stepping stone to success, then it's, just another step in your journey and like no matter what happens um as long as you're like you don't let it negatively affect you too much then it's not going to negatively affect you too much because i'm sure you know the story of the guy who created stoicism like some super rich guy that went on a trip and lost all his gold in a shipwreck mm. and you know and then he landed wherever he wanted to be and he just realized like i can't let that dictate the rest of my life so i'm just gonna live my life as good as I can without being super negatively affected by losing like one of the biggest fortunes in the world at the time. Yeah. Zeno, there was, so the, when you, when you felt that way, like back then, I like in a depressed state, do you know how, why you were feeling that? Like, have you looked back at, cause I, I've, I suppressed, uh, to, I guess I suppressed depression for quite some time and I I guess I gotta think either would it either would have hit like a mad rock bottom or I suppressed it enough to get to a stage where I wasn't heavily depressed. And I gotta thank um out of all people, I gotta thank fifty cent for that. There's um <laughs> <laughs> there's a quote that uh he he said he I, I, 
I was mad into watching interviews. I don't know why. I just constant, probably why I do a podcast now, but I was constantly just watching interviews and watching interviews and watching interviews. And one time um, they were talking about depression and it became like a fairly uh, big topic. And 50 Cent, it's a quote that's always stuck with me. Like I've gone back and tried to find when he originally said it. And it's, he said, I don't, he was asked about depression and then the way he answered it by saying, I don't have the luxury to be depressed and Mm. uh, depression is a luxury. Yeah. He said, depression is a luxury that I can't afford. So he's got to always be constantly moving. And if he stops to be depressed, it, um, he, it's a, that's a luxury to him. He can't yeah. just sit back and and relax and sort of um, sit in that space for too long. So when I heard that, uh, that hit my psyche so heavy that I, in hindsight, I was suppressing it all. So I was just pushing everything down until eventually it did like explode and in in my face <laughs> and um so i i held on to to that and and got through those those dark times in my life before you know i sort of did have that little bump but i don't think that bump was as bad as it could have been were when you had it were feeling that way was it did you assess it? Have you like looked back at your psyche and assess? Was it because the world has put me in this spot and I feel like there's something more here? How did you get out of it? And how ha- have you looked back at how you got in there? Yeah, well, I think I got in there. Um, I, not that, like I had a good upbringing and everything. Um, I don't know. I used to have like existential crises when I was like 14 or 15 heaps. Mm. So I don't know if that's normal as when you're a kid growing up, but um, I don't know, like stress of school, like just school shit that used to happen. Um, I definitely didn't eat like a good diet. Like I didn't even know what nutrition was or like macros or fats and carbs and stuff. Yeah. Um, Just accumulation of, I guess. Yeah. I don't really know. Honestly, like a diet could have been a big thing. Lifestyle. Like I used to play heaps of video games, but I think it's just like, I don't know if most kids when they're like growing up, I don't know, deal with anxiety and depression and stuff. But I think what you said is a really good thing. Good point is like, um, like afford depression. Like you can't afford it. Like most people these days live such comfortable lives, but they have no meaning in their life. Right. Mm, Like if you think about back in the day, People, and I noticed this myself when I'm down on like farm property, like I'm not procrastinating on my phone, looking at stupid shit, trying to feed my dopamine. I'm like, yeah, in the sun, enjoying nature and stuff, doing tasks where these days people like finish their little cog job where they're just working the little job. And then they come home and they've got nothing to like give themselves meaning. So they just go and do a bunch of, you know, random shit to feed their dopamine. And it just creates this cycle of like, unhappiness and like no meaning in their life. And then they just get sort of stuck in that. So yeah, I don't know why exactly I used to feel like have those, you know, feel like that, but realizing 
that the thoughts just kept happening. Like my thoughts were just looping on them, the same things. I remember I was like, used to sit in my room and just have the exact same thoughts over and over and over again. And I was like, dude, this is fuck. Like I need to control my thoughts somehow. And that's when I started getting into like philosophy and like the psyche and consciousness. And then like, as soon as I sort of eased off on that, then I just went ham on the conspiracy stuff. And that wasn't good, but it led me to like, like that was that wasn't good. good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like just learning every single thing I could and realizing yeah. like I watched probably every single video on YouTube and just, I would just absorb knowledge. Like every day I would just be gaining so much knowledge on like any single thing I could learn and then just building my awareness up different reference points to look at different things. And then of course, finding like self-development, um, like spirituality, and then sort of just diving deep into that and like realizing that like I can control my reality by the way I think and by my actions and by my thoughts and by my awareness. What philosophy did you dive into? Like, do you remember? Oh, just, just a range of stuff. like. I read heaps of Kant. Mm -hmm. um, Cause that seems but, like it, it got you out. Like it seems like what I'm hearing, it seems like you were, you were in a state um, of depression and then diving into everything, overloading your brain to an extent um, sort of put you in a still position where you could move forward, which is quite interesting. Yeah. Like I read a book, called The Blank Slate. Um, I read Kant. I read books by Steven Pinker. Um, I read books by Douglas Hofstadter, which is I'm a Strange Loop. And I think the I'm a Strange Loop one really was the, the biggest thing because I realized that like all your thoughts and all your actions just loop themselves consistently. So if you're constantly having these bad thoughts, they're just going to keep happening, right? And I came to a lot of understandings of stuff that Joe Dispenza discusses, but I've never read a Joe Dispenza book. Mm. Um, oh. are, are you aware of like Joe Dispenza? Nah, nah, I'm not. Who's, so, who, so who is he? He has a book called like Becoming Supernatural and some other stuff. And he basically talks about how um, your mind is like the most powerful thing. And, you know, you have basically 80% of your thoughts every day are the exact same thoughts. Um, yeah, he's a good, he's good. But I, I came to a lot of his understandings without like reading, like bef before he was like pretty big, but yeah. And then also learning about like cause and effect and, you know, realizing my psyche was looping on itself and then realizing about how the universe is fractal. Then I was like, all right, well, if I implement certain things here in my life, that's going to have an effect that I want it to have. And if you just ignore that in your life, then that's how people become overweight and that's how people get themselves in positions they don't want to be in because they don't realize that their actions and the thoughts they have actually has a direct effect in their future. Yes. Thousands. So, yeah. So I started journaling and writing my thoughts down and writing like action steps and plans and um, realizing the things that I needed to do to become the person that I wanted to be. Right. So I think, and I was discussing this with someone a while ago. And then I was like, you know, I know everything that I need to do to be where I want. And they said, how like, they were like shocked. They're like, I don't even know what I need to do. Mm. So, you know, I know everything that I need to do now. And it's just a question of doing it and doing it consistently. 
But I think for most people, the whole journey is finding out, finding that exactly out, finding out what you actually need to be doing. Like what are the daily steps and the daily thoughts that you need to be doing to get you to where you want to be? And if you don't have a conceptual understanding of that, then how can you expect to get to where you want to be? You know, hundred percent. And that's the people have a lot of, and it's not an easy thing to do because we've been conditioned not to do it. Yeah. So we, we, we like figuring out what you want. Um, so like, What's it called? Uh, Seneca says men is affected not by events, but the view he takes on them. So yeah. what, what you're, what you, what you're looking at and what comes into your life, like what's going on right now, if you look at it at a negative way and that the world is ending and uh, so on and so forth, you will only see negativity. Me, when I looked at this time, I have, built a lot during this time because I look at it as positive. I look at it, people getting back into the nutrition. I look at people getting into philosophy. I look at people getting into religion. I look at people getting in deeper into spirituality. I look at spirituality. I said that a bit weird. Um, I look at people uh, just going more into their purpose during that time because if the pendulum is swinging so much one way naturally i don't know what it is about the the human psyche a lot of us wants to just look the other way and want to find more purpose so through this time i completely agree i've been i've been seeing the steps that I need to take and trying to achieve them um, as much as I can because you can't really control so much of what's going on in, in the world. You can have an impact that has an impact on the next person that can have an impact on the next person. But to have that impact, you really got to have an impact in yourself. Yeah. And what, yeah, stating like what you said, yeah. So the perspective on things is important. Um, cause that's literally how you live your life. Like you can, yeah, that's just massive. But the other thing that like, I think it, like what I sort of think is spiritual and whatever people can think it's all like woo woo and shit. But mm. if you frame your reality as that everything is happening for you and not to you, then like what I literally think in my life and what I really like, I had this understanding for like many years now is like, I'm like a spirit tapped in here in this world and every single thing that is happening to me. So my depression, my, whatever I had happened to me in my life that was negative, the universe put me in that position so that I could overcome it and step into my highest self. Like I imagine, like I have some massive, this might sound crazy to people, but trust me, if you think like this, your life is going to change. And there's too many things that have happened in my life that it's like I like I'm literally like manipulating my reality. Like it might sound crazy to people, but I would rather live in a life where I think that I'm manipulating my reality to my benefit than one where it's manipulating me to the negative effect. 100%. So that's a frame you can have. But what I think is I think that like I I'm tapped in here to this universe and everything that happens to me is happening so that it's a challenge that I overcome because just like a video game you have to overcome the challenges that you face to level up. So everything that happens in my life that gets thrown my way is literally put there by me, for me to overcome and come out of that way better than I have before. 
And so, for example, depression, or if you're, um, what's the word? If you're, you know, have a fear of like public speaking or some sort of thing, then like that's there for you to overcome and become a better person. If you're like socially awkward or you have anxiety or anything, that they're all things that are put right in front of your face for you to realize that you need to overcome that to be like the better version of yourself and excel and like ascend to like your highest potential. 100%. It's not death that a man should fear, but he should fear never being able to live. I think Aurelius said that once. Um, and he also said, you should uh, think of yourself as dead. So the previous yesterday you died, today you have the rest of your life to live and uh, live in accordance um, with how you want to live. And I think thinking about the future and having like what you said, I it's, it's interesting because I've like, I completely agree. Like you create your own existence and it's better to think that you do create your own existence than to, it's almost oh. the, the, yeah. yeah, it's almost the other, um, you know how like religious, uh, Christians say like agnostics i think it i think they're called agnostics they believe in in god but they don't follow a religion it's almost it's best to believe in god uh, believe in god and live in a way that uh god exists um whatever you think god is then to live a life where you just don't believe there there is a higher power and you're just going your Monday day to day. So it's, it's sort of the similar concept, but just a, um, a, you just explained it a lot better than I did for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, well, that's, I mean, people probably think that's like crazy or whatever, but like, I mean, when you start literally like manifest, like, I don't like, like manifesting or whatever and spotting opportunities and realizing that like opportunities are going to come to you and you need to have the awareness to realize them that's like your life can change so hard. And like I said, there's too many things that have happened in my life after understanding these sort of stuff that like, I wouldn't want to think like, I I wouldn't not want to think this way because like ever since I started thinking this way, my life has just accelerated like 500,000 times to like, you know, I'd say that I never thought that my life would be where it is, but I kind of, inherently knew that it would be i would be here you know i'd be in the position i'm at and things are always getting better and better and new opportunities are getting bigger and bigger and it's just like i don't think it's happening you know for no reason and it might be hard for people to conceptualize that but most of the high level people i've talked to you know i discuss this stuff with them and they like completely understand it as well Mm -hmm. which is odd well not odd but for for me when i went through my biggest like growth phase i sort of detached myself from my original friend group a lot yeah because i was just like i couldn't talk about normal stuff i couldn't i couldn't have normal conversations about random football and just stupid shit right that didn't do anything 100 percent. i completely get that (laughs) and exactly right and so then i was like thinking i was like crazy or whatever but this stuff just kept happening and you know, I got put in positions where I was talking to people that I classify or, you know, most people classify as like successful individuals, um, you know, that had 
you know, and these people have my respect because they had gotten themselves to successful, you know, um, positions in their life where they're just, you know, whatever you classify as successful might be different to mine. But I was discussing this stuff with them and they were like fully on board with it. They believed in conspiracies. They believed in spirituality. They believed in the mindset side of things. And so that's when I realized like, dude, I can't even have these conversations with normal people, but every sort of successful person I've had a conversation with can really you know, elaborate and actually enjoys having this conversation instead of just looking at you like, dude, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I think that's an elevated mind. I, I had the same. I've, um, it's just naturally you, you get, when you say something and then someone has a reaction um, you sort of can get a gauge uh, where where they're sort of at. And back in the day, I didn't quite understand it. I'd, I'd push it onto friends. <laughs> I'd be like, bro, but you don't get it, bro. Like, check this out, bro. <laughs> but uh, it, it eventually you sort of realize that, you know, it's it's you move at your own pace I guess and then you elevate to the people that you need to elevate to and I had the same thing I I, speaking to the people that like I've gotten to speak with people that I didn't even you know back in the day I'd be like no way like my dumb ass is gonna speak to them like no way and um and I speak to them and I get along with them amazingly and it's it, it just shows that there is that higher level and it's it's a it's a weird vibration that we sort of pace ourselves at and I've always been one to try and continue to learn that's probably why I've never been you know stuck on one thing probably why I've read pretty much all all as many as religious texts as I could and why I've wanted to read the King James, read the New King James, read read old texts, read new texts, read um, uh, Goddard texts, read um, just all as much as I could to to intake and see if I can get myself to um, that higher purpose. Because I believe as a man, uh, finding your purpose and um, is very key and that's the one thing you gotta really do uh, is find the purpose and then figure out the steps in achieving that purpose because uh, I don't know who said it if you don't know what your perfect day looks like how you gonna work to achieve it 100% something that's always always just stuck with me that frame of mind and frame of thinking and uh, yeah and I appreciate all all the edits that you do it sort of it shows through your edits um, your frame of mind have you did you do any editing before or when when did you start doing these edits have you were you a creative kid or yeah I used to be super creative I used to love doing art and like I used to, I paint I haven't painted in a while because editing's cooler but um, <laughs> like if I have a painting in my room it only conveys like whatever the person sees right um and like no one sees it unless they come into my room and they're like oh cool painting you know mm. um but I used I like I've got like a photoshop skills and like that's the other thing I've just dabbled in so many different things that I have such a wide range of like 
skill sets and stuff that I can, because at the end of the day, the more skills you have, the more stuff you can do, right? Yeah, I hate you know? that quote that um, uh, one, uh, a master of always a master of none. Um, there's that quote extends to something else. I can't really remember off the top of my head, but that quote was cut in half and I absolutely hate it. I'm like, I'm like you, I've dabbled into a lot of things and like premiere, Photoshop, after effects, illustrator, and yeah, go on, go on. Sorry yeah. not to cut you, you off. Have an idea, if you have an idea, the only thing stopping you from like doing that idea is like your skills and your knowledge. And then knowing that you can get to that level where you can just do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. But, um, I have, yeah, I have had editing skills and stuff. They've obviously developed a bit since doing this, but yeah, I mean, one, like once I, cause I've always been like, I've always had these thoughts and, and stuff. Um, and I don't really share them with anyone. And so I have all these journals and all these crazy notes on like insane stuff that we've like been discussing, but I think it's like the best stuff ever. Right. And there's been many times in my life where I find like the most like super important information that's just like drastically changed my life and I'll share it to someone and they won't even like watch it or they won't even, yeah, watch it. And so for me, I found, you know, whatever, you know, this is the mindset that I used to have. Mm. And this is the mindset that like elites have as well is like, they don't want to give people information because it's so powerful. And I used to think, and it put me in a frame of mind where I would like have this information that's like so good that it changed my life. I wouldn't even want to give it to someone. And then when I actually gave it to them, they wouldn't even watch it. Mm. So that put in that, like the same, you can look at all secret societies and Plato, not Plato, like Pythagoras is the biggest one. They never wanted to give information to people because they thought they didn't deserve it. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if I got that mindset from diving into all that sort of stuff, but I realized like, that's not a good mindset to have. Right. And I realized, but I didn't know people wanted this information either or these insights, mm. but then I found out that there was people that wanted this stuff. So I created my Instagram page. Like one of the first posts I had was discussing this mindset battle I had with myself of having really powerful information that, you know, I didn't really want to give to people. And then when I gave it to them, they didn't even put any emphasis or value onto it. And it just didn't make any sense in my mind. But yeah, so that's that's the thought process I went through before making the account. The, um, the creator's journey is is a bit like that. Eh? It's a weird, like that's, a f like, I don't know if all creators have the same thing. Like we, it seems like we're quite similar. Like we wanted to be in suit jobs and, and, before, and before all of this happened, I had the same thing. I'd, I'd make these videos and I'd make music and I'll make, I'd have these thought patterns and I'd say, this is, let's take, I'll be like taking some mushrooms and I'm like, I figured out life or right, I got to write it down. And then I'm like, break it down when I'm um, more sober and I'll be like, create it into an art piece. And then I'll, I'll give it to someone and they just like, look at it and be like, not have a second thought and it's it's weird because i don't know if that comes from human nature knowing the person that like well it's comedy right comedy is like comedy is yeah. like um no none of your family members think you're funny but then you can go on stage and then you can be an amazing comedian 
You know what I mean? It's it's weird. But yeah, go on with the quote. Yeah. Yeah. So Pythagoras said that he felt it's possible. Like, so he felt the masses would not understand or appreciate his ideas. And for whatever reason, he greatly, he, the secrecy added greatly to his mysterious or whatever, but a lot, that's why they created secret societies and stuff because people had information that they found so valuable, but the masses didn't. Mm. Right. So they needed to find the people that valued that information, which showed that they were of high value as well. Yeah. So, you know, that's the whole term of esoteric, which is the information that I dabble in a lot, which is information that can't even be comprehended or understood by most people. Right. Yeah. Like this conversation we're having, people just going to be like, what? Like it's going to go over the head. Yeah. 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 They might blank out. They have no reference points to think about it. But the people that do understand this sort of stuff value it a lot. So that's why I created this um, Instagram page to share these like insights and stuff. It, it, it began as just like an, a visual journal for me to just post stuff, but it's developed into like, like I have like a huge impact on people, which feels amazing. Like I get DMs every day of people um, telling me how much I've changed their lives since they started following me. Like some guy like voice messaged me like out of breath and he's like running and he's like, bro, I haven't ran in like my whole life, but like, I just have this energy to start running now. Um, so good. Like some guy got a tattoo of my name on his leg, you know, like it's what? pretty insane. That's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so it turned from like this thing into something where it's like, now I'm like, every thought I have to myself, I just post it on my story. Like every thought that I have to myself about geeing myself up to take the massive action that I need to take to get me to where I want to be. I put it out there. So people realize that they can be thinking like this as well. Like mm -hmm. it's all about how you think. So the biggest thing from my page is like, I just try to convey the way I think to show people out there that there's another way because when I was younger, I didn't, and depressed, I didn't know you could think other ways, right? Mm. And I didn't know that you could like think at such a level that you just take action and you just make your life good because it's just the way it is instead of just the way it is, is being depressed, which some people think is the way, like the only way it can be. Mm. So, and that's why I create the edits as well, because I put a lot of value in my posts, but obviously a lot of people don't read the post or don't comprehend it, but being able to like convey a really deep message through the art form of like video with music, it's just like an art piece. It's like, well, someone can interpret that on so many different layers and make them think about stuff. Just like, you know, the cla classic, like you're at the art museum with a girl and you try to like interpret like the deepest meaning of like a, a picture or something or an artwork. <laughs> Yeah. It's like that, but like, like on a deeper layer because it's like, it's a visual video with multiple clips and music and like a storyline and themes and concepts and motifs and stuff. So it's like a visual kinda, representation of a mental journey. Yeah. Of like a, yeah, of a journey and like a, like an insight or, you know, they watch it and then they can get like motivated and pumped and and it's a, you do a killer edits. I gotta just like, like commend you, dude. They're, they're like, you mesh things into each other, which represent your, 
your page and your ethos like usual people do edits and you know it cuts from one scene to the next or you know there's some like intertwine cuts or whatever whatever it may be you mash things together just just really really well and it it goes together um with the representation of what you're trying to put across and Mm. by by speaking to you it it's it goes so well with your frame of mind and it goes well with what you're looking to achieve. So I want to recommend, like, not recommend, I want to recommend people to go onto your page, definitely, but I want to commend you on on the art pieces that you do because there is a lot of thought to them. And as you said before, when it hits someone, it it hits them hard. And if you're at that frequency and if you're at that frame of mind, it's, it can, it takes you on a journey and it also shows you something and it shows you a key of what you're trying to uh, put across. That's, that's what I've noticed anyway. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. That's like, that's right. Like it's semi psychedelic in nature. The edits are because it's like, I mean, the world's abstract and it's just about how you interpret the world. So most people are going to interpret the edits differently, but however they interpret it, they're going to interpret it however they need to, to like get the message from it. Right. And obviously I have themes and stuff in there that I, I try to get them to interpret what I'm trying to get across to them. And then that way, instead of someone just reading a long form post about some insight, they can build the insight themselves which is the most important thing that I'm trying to do. It's like, I'm trying to get them to like level up their mind in a sense that they can develop their own insights to help themselves for whatever stage they're at. That's key. That's key. I I try with, because the five, eight take is, is um, a lot of interview stuff, but it sits under worth protecting. So under worth protecting, it's, it's pretty much similar. Like I, I delve more into uh, the philosophy end of things like stoicism, as you can probably tell, <laughs> but um, it's yeah. Getting the key is not to just tell someone what to do. Cause that's the last thing that, um, well, it, in my view anyways, is, is people reject being told what to do, but people are still looking to find something. And by showing your journey, I think that connects with people a lot more. And I had this, this thought pattern not too long ago, uh, that I'm going to just do like these worth protecting thought pieces because I'm, I'm looking at, um, like Epictetus and um, Seneca and these guys lived like thousands and thousands of years ago and I'm here quoting them and um, I'd love to just do an entire series of me going through my thought patterns and then maybe later on like because I can go to a job I can go to a night and five and then I die and then what like if you're creating Mm. art and you're creating uh, an understanding and a frame of mind to me that's so valuable and I've viewed that these days that as above anything else and yeah that's that's the thing of worth protecting of of sort of delve into the same thing as just demonstrating how I'm developing my frame of mind and if people gather inspiration to that um, they can they can figure out their own path 
And I guess yeah. you're doing that with with spirituality in a sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't like, yeah, I'm sp- like, I classify myself as spiritual, but it's just like all encompassing, like just life, you know? Yeah. And I'm so deep into this stuff because I think it's like the deepest and the best part of life because, you know, that's why Seneca and Plato and Socrates and all these people were like revered at their level because they were teaching people, they were showing people like how they can think about stuff. Mm. And especially in this day and age with all this crazy shit going on and just the way the society is, um, people want somewhere to look to, to like inspire and motivate them and keep them going. But also like, I mean, like what, what, what is the world going to become in the future? Like the path we're going down, like, it's not going to be a good world when everyone's, you know, overweight, depressed on antidepressants, dopamine hooked and just like can't get off their phone. They have ADHD. Right. Like that's the way the world's going like full Wally style, like dystopian black yeah. future stuff. Like that's straight up where it's going. And if you can see the patterns, like cause and effects, patterns, fractal stuff, you can sort of, you know, simulate the world right now and see where it's going to end up. And so my goal is to like help in some way, some people like level themselves up to get to like a better position where they can do the same thing for other people. And that's, yeah, that's like the goal of it is to just be able to get people to understand that they can like be better versions of themselves. Like, just like I was just some random kid addicted to video games and all this sort of shit. Like you can just start, you can, it all just starts in the mind and how you think about stuff and your perception. And if I can somehow create that trigger or spark in some people, then, you know, who knows where that's going to lead. It's going to lead to some some interesting stuff in the future. I want to spark, um, spark the mind that creates change. Someone said that and it's, yeah. a, it's an awesome quote. And I didn't, I actually didn't want to uh, leave this to back here, but I was just having like immersed in that conversation. What, wh- how did we get here? Just before I let you go, what, what is your perception of the state that we're in and how we got here? what like in this of this point of time yeah this uh the pandemic and stuff the pandemic aspect of things like yeah, is I fauci is fauci is fauci the new <laughs> um i think he's just a puppet like yeah, he's just a yeah. Uh, yeah there's a 2015 uh and he looks up to these Jesuit priests, uh, the highest people that he looks up to. So these uh, people thinking that Fauci is an atheist are uh, completely wrong. Yeah, I think this is like the final push for what most people know what's been going on for a while. Um, full on like control like you can tell what's going to happen like you know everyone can tell like except for the vaccinated obviously um (laughs) true this is the final push of their agenda to take like total control over everything you know and whether you think that's true or not i don't know how you could think that that wouldn't be the case considering i mean everyone listening to this especially as far in would realize it but yeah 
Yeah, like the fucking agendas are real. Just like some <laughs> random dude can manipulate you on the street and steal your money. It's the same thing happening at the very top level, but they have even more reason to do it. Um, Is there you know, any political it, people that you... Uh, do you see change coming from any political uh, people? Have you voted like... Because I, I, I mean, was, I was in Australia. Yeah. For Australia, I guess, like, what, we got, like, Craig Kelly, the United Party. Um, I'm not really big into politics too much. Um, obviously, like, the Trump QAnon stuff was very interesting. Um, that definitely woke a lot of people up, but, you know, PSYOP or whatever, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Did you see, did you see uh, Scott Morrison being involved in that? They did a whole, uh, ABC did a whole piece on Scott Morrison being part of QAnon and that uh he that guy is a weird guy to me eh? i really don't yeah. uh can't put a real finger on that guy i don't really don't i don't know man i think politics i don't understand what's going on with politicians like if politicians wanted to make a change unless they're just not smart individuals <laughs> yeah that's a high possibility there is nothing happening there's literally nothing happening at any level like if you wanted to like turn australia into a superpower you could do that but if you think about what's happening with all this bullshit, um, you know, like psyops and social agendas, what they're doing is they're segmenting parts of society that actually want change and they're pushing them to like um, divert progress into digression through every single person that's protesting climate change, every single person that's protesting BLM. You're literally just being mind controlled yeah. to push these agendas by like George Soros and the CIA and stuff. Like if you actually want to change, fuck it, like, sorry for swearing, but like wake up and realize that the people that are making you, like that are putting those thoughts into your head want you basically to be absolute sheep and basically die. And that's like the fact of it. Like whenever I see, like if people actually knew what was going on in the world, like go protest the Epstein situation. Like if all these people protesting climate change want to change, you know, I, don't, I just don't, they, they just don't have enough reference points in their heads to realize what's going on. And I think the biggest thing for Australia, which I talk to people, because unless you, I mean, it's so deep and people think you're crazy, but unless you realize that like, basically like satanic pedos rule the world, what is going after any small social justice change going to do, you know? Mm. And the biggest thing in Australia is, and that like the whole COVID situation, think about all this BLM social agenda, LBGTQ stuff. Where is it taking the world as a society? It's taking us nowhere. It's digressing us. It's making us focus on things that don't matter. And just like in your life, anyone's life, if you're focusing on all the negative things, how are you going to progress forward to where you want to be? Yeah. You're not, right? And they don't want us to progress. They just want us to be in this big clusterfuck of just random shit to confuse everyone from what's going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, in Australia, like you just tell this to anyone that's like vaccinated, right? There's a gag suppression order on what is it? Like 13 high level pedophiles that were like ex prime ministers and police commissioners. Yeah. What society is that normal in? What, like, tell me a society where that is something that's just normal and should be accepted and never discussed. Like, it's fucked. If you can give me, if you can give me a real reason for that, then I might, you know, listen to your opinion. But if you have no opinion on that, or you didn't even know that. I don't know how you could 
you know, it might sound cocky, but I don't know how you could have any like opinion of value straight up. And that might sound arrogant, but like, honestly, the way the world's going, it's like, the other thing I try to get across to people. And I think, you know, it might sound arrogant or whatever, but you need to know that you need to get to yourself to a position where like your opinions and your thoughts, you're confident in them and you know, you're not confused about stuff because if you're confused about stuff, you're never going to be able to navigate in the world correctly. Um, and pe- I don't know, people might think what I just said is arrogant or whatever, but I think it's just frustration. You keep, you said, uh, arrogance, uh, a few times, but I think it's just frustration, man. I think like the, the frustration comes across and it, it seems to be arrogance, but it's not, it's like y- if you could help these people change their mind, but they're so stuck in their ways that they don't. And by them being stuck in their ways and not changing their minds holds not only themselves back, but all the people around them. And so yeah. in, in that looking, looking at it, it seems like, you know, like we're being arrogant. Oh, oh like you don't see yeah. it, blah, blah, blah. But it's not, it's, it's just frustration. It's frustration that like we can see that you can help yourself and you're just not doing it. So we, yeah. we don't want to sit and beg you to do it. We're just like, you're not doing it. That's it. So there is a way. And, and that, that in itself seems like it's arrogance, but it's to me, it's frustration. And it's like confidence in like what you're knowing. Yes. Like, yes. You know how many people just got the vaccine because like, oh, I wanted to go to the pub and I don't know if it's bad or good or if it works or if it doesn't work or whatever. That decision that they made that could have drastically altered their life was not born out of confidence, is born out of confusion and manipulation, right? And if you're yeah. confused, you're going to be manipulated, um, which is just a fact. Hand in hand. And yeah. Yeah. So it's like, the other thing is like, you need to like save yourself first. Right. And you know, if a plane is falling down, you have to put your gas mask on first to be able to, you know, put a gas mask on a little kid. If you don't get your gas mask on, you're going to fall unconscious before you can put that gas mask on that little kid. And so through being like all in on yourself and getting yourself to a really high level, you're going to be able to help so many more people. Right. And just like me and you and everyone else out there that is focusing on themselves, you internally help everyone else around you because as you didn't like the selfish gene, I don't know, I haven't read that book, but it could be something related to that. Mm. If I didn't like help myself get to the position I'm in and I was just a victim like I wouldn't have been able to create this page and help other people. And same with you, if you didn't help yourself and get yourself to a position where you have an audience and can help people, then you wouldn't be able to help people. So that's, and that, that's what happens in a strong tribe, all the strongest people, whether it's physically or like not physically, Mentally. just strong yeah. in general, you're going to come together to help your society. Yeah. Right. Whereas, you know, and that's basically it. Like, you want to get yourself to a position where, and through helping yourself, you you work with others and do, you create beneficial communities and, and things that like help the world together. But if you're not confident in yourself to be able to like make these decisions, then how are you going to be able to help someone else make decisions or help the world get to where it's going to be? And that I think is like pretty like important on the term, like, like just being confident and, 
you know, focusing on yourself so that you can help yourself to help others. 100%. One, when you, um, yeah, when you arise in the morning, yeah, think of what a privilege it is to be alive, even though throughout this entire time, throughout this ordeal, think of what you want to achieve and, um, Think of what your, as I said earlier, think of what your ideal day looks like. And if you can aim to achieve that, you are helping everyone else around you. And you you will see through a lot of bullshit just by doing that alone. And my brother, it's been amazing having you on, man. I really, really have enjoyed this discussion. And um, do, you, do, you have, do you have some books or Instagram pages or other people that, um, uh, you know, people listening right now can, uh, look to follow or, uh, just some things that maybe you're following right now that you're diving into. Um, and Um, we'll just leave them with that. I mean, I'm not really diving into too much stuff right now because I'm at a position where I just need to start doing what I need to know. Like I've already dived into so many books and stuff. And But I would recommend my top books ever, my two top books, or some of them that I think would be beneficial for everyone here is I'm a Strange Loop by Douglas Hofstadter. There is a video essay basically describing that whole book on YouTube as well. So you can type in like you're a strange loop and it's going to give you a whole basic rundown of that. Also a book called Psycho Cybernetics is going to help your mindset and help you get to a awareness level where you can go and like make your life what you want it to be. Um, so they're, they're my two top books that I'd recommend. Um, yeah. And then just know that like whatever position you're in, you're in there because of your mindset to some extent, obviously with the way the world's going, it is a different bit different, but through ch- like adversity is where you grow, right? Like you could say all the metaphors of the lotus flowering out of the muddy water or, you know, the seed growing through the storm. Just realize that like you are in control of your life through your mindset and your thoughts and all the thoughts that you're having are going to get you to where you want to be. So you need to be focusing on your thoughts daily and analyzing your thought patterns and you know, you give lot, like the purpose of life is to give life meaning as well. So you need to be focusing on what you can do to your life to give it meaning. And, you know, the journey is the way you're never going to get to a point where you're satisfied or like content. You might, but that's just the thing people tell themselves to keep sort of pushing on, but you got to find joy in the process of developing yourself to like who you want to become, because it's just a constant journey. Really appreciate, um, what you're doing, uh, your time, your mentality, your view of life and the way that you are helping a lot of people, which is, is not only inspirational, like to, to others, but it opens people's mind to a lot of things, which is what we need right now. So I truly appreciate it, my brother. And uh, I'm sure we'll do another one in future. Oh, you've got your podcast, mate. Like we should talk, just give us a quick rundown. Um, and uh, then I'll let you go. Yeah, I have a pod. I mean, my mate, all my main stuff is on my Instagram. Like if you want to like go, if anyone listening to this, just go watch some of my edits. Um, yeah. Go read some of my Instagram posts. I'm not really pushing my podcast that much, but that's something that I'm going to be working on. But I have a podcast as well with 
my like business mentor who's got some pretty deep insights as well. Um, and I'm going to be doing some more podcasts like that with some interesting people, you know, just to understand different people's mindsets and the way they think and stuff. Um, but yeah, all my stuff's on Instagram, Epoch Rising. And I post stories pretty much like every day um, that can give you like inspiration and, and all that good stuff. Beautiful. I love it. Epoch's been a pleasure, my brother. And all the best. Thank you so much for coming on and we'll do it again soon enough. Yeah. Cheers, man. I appreciate you having me on and I hope I could, you know, provide some value to everyone out there listening. Your head will collapse, but there's nothing in it. And you'll ask yourself, where is my mind? Where is my mind?